We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in, Thursday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. We will uh, talk some Lane Kiffin today, some Ole Miss football, as they had local media day yesterday. Inside uh inside the stadium, inside the Manning Center, kind of all over, doing a lot of construction. Still uh, on schedule for 2023, the summer for that, for uh, the complete Manning Center renovation. But the grill at 1810 was open for our uh, our use yesterday. The field looked like it was it was usable if you needed that uh, as well. So talk a good bit of football today. Practice again this morning. That's why we uh, are going early on these uh, on these things. As we will. Uh, be out there with coverage rebelgrub.com. Good bit of coverage yesterday. More coming today and throughout preseason camp leading up to the 2022 Ole Miss football season. So, again, mostly football on today's show. Turn you up a little bit. Turn me maybe, up a little bit. Maybe even turn both of us up just a little bit. How about right there? That's probably good. Is that good? That's probably great. All right. We'll do that. So, uh, plenty of football today on the show. A show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. The Blue Sky location. Again, they have um, ribs, plenty more in the hot case. Call ahead and you take care of dinner tonight. Wet or dry. Wrap them up. Ready to go. Waiting on you. Whenever you stop by and pick them up for your family to uh, tonight or this weekend. Maybe you're having a little barbecue, some catering. It's going to be hot enough. You can get outside and uh, take advantage of that. And if you're at the pump, they're still trying to give you 10 bucks. All you have to do is download the Exxon Mobile app, take a picture of the QR code right there at the pump. 1,000 bonus points, $10 with the Oxford Exxon and all Blue Sky locations in Mississippi. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are coming to you from the Clark Ford studios. Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi. Um, 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a uh, quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest up to you. You can chop it around. Do what I've done multiple times now. And let's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. Guest will join on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Great place to grab a burger, a po' boy, an appetizer. Enjoy uh, watching a game. NFL preseason starts tonight. Um, yeah, stuff going on. Just enjoy yourself. Have a nice 
cocktail or whatnot. And uh, also don't forget rafters in New Albany and uh, rafters on the water out at Sardis. So good bit of uh, good bit of stuff going on from yesterday. Again, uh, content, a lot of uh, practice observations, as many as you can have from a practice where they were in shorts and didn't have pads on and everything we've talked about prior to uh, prior to that uh, that practice. From that standpoint, Neil talked to quarterbacks yesterday. Have that content content to you today? Yes. Um, I wrote about things they have done for culture building that is still very much a working process as well. We'll talk about that as the show goes on uh, today as uh, as well. So, um, may have gotten some hints into the culture yesterday. It's a lot. I mean, <laughs> we're kind of we'll be a little scattershot because we frankly haven't even talked about what we both thought or saw from anybody yesterday prior to this. Um, so it's all sort of fresh. Lane Kiffin, Neil did um, what he said what he meant. It's on the site to try to break it down. And there really wasn't a ton of, hey, no, this is actually what he meant. He kind of said what he meant. I mean, if yeah. you had any sense at all. Lane's really on the gig. I mean, Lane, Lane is messing this up, frankly. Um, I'm, you know, I'm used to coaches who talk in code. Lane's not a big code guy. <laughs> okay. You wrote this just on what you kind of saw at practice yesterday. We both are hearing things, and I do think it was an astute observation that maybe we're taking things that we have heard and then kind of personifying them onto a person a little bit. We're human. Uh, yeah. I mean. Um, I, I do wonder if that's the case uh, to some extent. However, in saying that, because we made fun of it yesterday, Lane Kiffin – in most media ops prior to this season, frankly, even through the spring, you would get a lower level of decibel. You would get almost a little mumbling. He would, did not want to be there. He answered the questions. He would perk up on a, uh, some big-picture questions. But for the most part, you got a bunch of nothing, and the reporters, frankly, didn't really want to talk to him. And it just sort of became this tooth-pulling situation for all involved. <laughs> yeah. And that wasn't the guy at the podium yesterday no. in any stretch of the imagination to the point of a couple times. Now, look, what he does well and why he really stayed engaged is if you ask a shit question, you get a shit answer. And <laughs> he will make fun of you in the process yeah. with sarcasm that, to be honest, I'm not sure that some of the people asking the really bad questions, I think they're too obtuse to realize he is being sarcastic and making fun of them in the same moment. Yes, they don't. Because I'm like, I'm having to keep from laughing multiple times on like the third row from where I was sitting because I, I literally like had to look down and go cracking up going, oh my God. Because well, you're sitting next to me and I do start laughing. Yeah, and like, I'm, oh, I know what's coming now. As soon as the question comes, as it gets rolling, I'm like, oh God, here he goes. He's going to light him up right now. <laughs> Three, two. <laughs> yeah, because... How important was the first day is not something he's going to go in detail about. So anyway, well, especially when he's already been asked about the first day, and someone says, "What did you? What's what's the importance of the first day?" I mean, what's the only day we got? <laughs> it's one day. <laughs> so, I mean, honest to God, I mean, I don't know whether Lane Kiffin likes us or hates us. I have no, or or even knows we exist, yeah, right. frankly. Um, but I, I have a suspicion. That because of sort of the way we cover things, which is without a lot of the excess drama and such, I actually think there's as much of an appreciation as, as he's ever going to have for a media outlet. So he does that, but then on the other side, you could, because a little background here, because we got time to go through this. Um, as I said, construction's going on. We're not in our normal room. We're in the visitor press conference area of the stadium. 
and actually we're in we're the, on the other side actually yeah we're yeah, on we're, the, in the, we're in the halftime team oh right room. yeah that's actually where we are no, yeah never yeah. mind i got all my rooms on the stadium mixed up anyway we're in a place that the acoustics is not very good um the fact that you can hear the video online is a credit to seth and old miss because it is really horrible from an acoustic standpoint yeah they did a great job seth austin and those guys yeah. with of overcoming the obstacles in the spring yeah right so point being typically he's almost kind of hard to hear in there or he was during the spring in the spring sometimes sitting in the front row you could barely hear him yeah he was as loud as he is in things he actually wanted to do yesterday he was comfortable he wasn't in a hurry there were multiple times where a question was answered and then he elaborated again before the question the next question came. He actually kind of stopped and went, you know, hold on, blah, blah, blah. I mean, he he had as close to a back and forth dialogue with local media as he has ever had at any point in Oxford yesterday. Ever. Um laughed, made jokes, was comfortable. I mean, that's the word that everybody keeps talking about is there is a it, there appears to be relative to the past a comfort, a contentment. Somebody's just kind of hanging out and coaching a football team. I mean, I think you called it calm or professional yesterday at some point on the field. And they, that's sort of what he emphasized in the press conference yesterday. Yeah, the the practices were calmer. The practice was calmer than I remember. And I, I'm, so let me say this out loud. I don't pay attention to spring practice as much. I, I go because otherwise people would lose their minds. But I know way too many coaches and players who tell you that spring is sort of whatever. I mean, it's, it's eventful for quarterback races and such, so you cover it. But there's no sense of urgency in April. You don't play a game. You're not preparing for anybody. The opener is half a year away, for God's sake. You get to preseason camp, you get into August, it feels like football. You know that you get ready for games. It the, the calendar is going to turn. In a couple of weeks, people are going to come to campus. In a couple of weeks, you're going to be in class. You're going to be going, and you know what's coming. Like Mason Brooks said on, on the Mason Brooks show is, hey, you know, it's still a kind of a month where you, before you play anybody, but you know this is important. You know this matters. You know this, this, is, this is something the team needs. You don't get that in late March mm-hmm. <laughs> when, hey, we're going to, Work for a couple of weeks, go go to spring break, come back, work for a couple of weeks. We're going to play a game where the goal is going to be for no one to get touched. It's different. There's urgency. And But what I noticed in practice yesterday was from Kiffin, and again, I, and I, I wrote this, and you obviously read it, and I appreciate you reading my work. Um, I... I wonder if I'm taking conversations that I'm hearing and projecting that onto what I'm looking at, but I just saw calm. Some of that was Wilson Love's not out there. I mean, really it is. He did change the tenor and the cadence of the practice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There wasn't that just psychotic element to it that existed. We're, I would always wonder, is this necessary? I mean, what are we doing? I mean, we, we, it's your team, do what you want, but it just felt weird. Yesterday felt, I've covered some NFL practices. Yesterday felt like an NFL practice. Now, the difference was, and Kiffin had to stop it, something happened, it's hot, guys are starting to get cramps, 
guys are they're not in football shape yet. There is a difference between shape and football. Shape. Yeah, sure. Even these are guys that are in great shape. Yeah, sure. Like if they take their shirts off, I'm putting mine on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're not in football shape yet. You're running around in a practice, and guys are getting it got chippy. And there was a like a five or six play stretch. I would guess two thirds of the way through practice, where they're doing team. And on every play, people are going down. And Lane finally just stopped it. Called everybody in, and I don't know what he said. Couldn't hear him. Didn't yell. No, he talked. Yeah. But he very clearly said, we're not wearing pads. Chill out. We're not. This is not what we're doing today. You're just – no one's winning a game on August the 3rd, but you can damn sure lose one. Chill. Let's, let's practice. And then after that, it was calm the rest of the way. Somebody got a little chippy and somebody well, got pissed it, off about something. It looked like it was an OLDL thing, which is a good sign, frankly, for your program, that you have an OL that is an offensive line that is kind of full of tough guys who aren't going to back down and a defensive line that's sort of the same way. And so I suspect someone violated the code and then it started really getting and then, it, and then it spiraled, yeah. And then all of a sudden, people are dropping everywhere. And some of it was just cramps. But it it had somebody a... Somebody fired off, and then someone on the side goes, damn. Well, there were some hits. Yeah. And, you know, you start... And there shouldn't be hits. No, I mean... There are no pads. There's a reason you wear pads in football. It's to protect the body from some of the hits. So, I don't know. I just thought... I hate to say Lane was different. I don't. I don't know what that means, but he just he looked. I, I wrote this. He looked I, more comfortable. That's that's that, that's not yeah. debatable. Yeah, he it was absolutely more comfortable at practice, for sure. And some of that is he's been here for a while now. He's kind of knows the place. Um, I'll be honest. I think and this is going to sound crazy, and maybe this is the dad in me. I. I think having his daughter here this summer and, you know, she's not part of a football program, mm-hmm. right? She's a, a high school kid and high school kids are pretty social in the summer. And I just kind of wonder if maybe he feels maybe just a little bit more part of the community a little bit. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I don't know. Just he just was doing his job yesterday. He was, was different. I don't know how to explain that to people. I, I really don't. Without like feeling like you're sort of violating sources and conversations and stuff. We just just different. I just think he's I think he's more comfortable. Well, look, they won ten games. It's that success. It's not on day one of not having any idea what the roster looks like and this grind of trying to figure out a a program that hadn't won in five years when you get here. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes into those early days to where everything you're saying is correct, but then also we just – there's no pr- – I mean, there's pressure, but it's pressure to get better, not this shit, can it happen? Can you do this here? Are we having problems? Who's that sure. dude? We have this. It's, it's his program. It's all his dudes. I also think they were coming off a of really successful recruiting weekend. But may have played a role in it. Just guessing. I mean, it's a little more than a guess, but hmm. you go from maybe there were times. I think there were times when this NIL thing started. Lane talked about it, where you know you you go, well, what do we do if we can't 
compete like that. And I do think there is a certain settling of the market that's happened where they feel like, hey, okay, maybe we're, maybe we're going to be okay. You know? I asked him the question about, hey, you've had, looks like you have some momentum in recruiting with the high school kids. Is that changing kind of the, the calculus moving forward? He was like, no, not really. Just, I think it's a result of success, to your point, Jace. He said, you know, when you, there is a difference between recruiting kids on, hey, we have a dream, and hey, we won 10 games. When you bring a guy in and go, here's what we're trying to do. Well, that's a completely different sales job than here's what we've done, now here's what we're trying to get to. Well, well, he to- said that. He totally, talked about that yesterday. It's totally different. Yeah. Hey, I need you to believe in us. Yeah, you're not begging guys to go, hey, we have a vision. We're going to do this because of you. Right. No, we did this. Come be right. this. Right. I need you to come be Sam Williams. Look at your quarterback and go, hey, Matt Corral. Right. Here. Sure. Go do this. I just, so there's a lot of that. And then the other thing that was interesting was, I mean, you don't have to be the greatest read between the lines person in the world to know that there's a handful of portal guys that they're not exactly thrilled with just yet. Got time, but the message is being sent. It's it's an interesting deal because the portal guys, their recruitment was more business like, professional. Just where do we need to go? What do we need to do? But that doesn't necessarily mean that they acclimate from day one and don't think, hey, they brought me in here. I'm going to just play. And I'm not saying this is anyone, dude. But you're assuming the starting job. You're assuming this. It's it's. I don't have to buy in necessarily that that way. You know, I mean, there's yeah. all that kind of stuff to, hey, and then, no, it's, no, you, you, you are bending to our culture, not we're bending to yours. I mean, it, 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 I, has, I think, it, it has think, to be that way. I think it was Miles Battle yesterday that was talking about it, and he said, look, we got guys from so many different programs, types of programs, levels of programs, and for, for from all over the country. I mean, you've got a melting pot coming in of – it's one thing for the high school kid to come in and go, well, I mean, this is a new thing. I've got to respect the change. But the dude who just comes in from another Division One school, this is how we did it over here. This is well, how we – whatever. And it's like, hold on, no, you're, you're, you're here. And You know, I talked to Mason Brooks about this. I talked to Troy Brown about this. And both of those guys come from smaller programs. And Troy talked about how he's – man, I listen to everybody. Like if the water boy tells me – hey, I think I saw you doing something. He's going to think about it. and You know, because he's at Central Michigan. He wasn't surrounded by high-profile recruits. And, you know, and Mason was at Western Kentucky, which is the same thing. And that was a really good team at Western Kentucky. Frankly, it was a really good team at Central Michigan. Sure. But those guys come in, and I think it's easier for them to acclimate into a system because they go, hey, I, I wasn't a big deal. Right. I mean, you do the you He's do doing the, the I'm in the SEC. They can do the I'm in the SEC thing. Yeah, of course. But when you come from some of the bigger programs, you know, well, yeah, just, and I'm not I'm not picking up individual guys necessarily, but yeah, they do have guys from Auburn, USC. Yeah, I mean, you've got and those got, guys like, well, this is how we did it. Well, you're not there anymore. And sometimes it takes a minute. And keep in mind, and these are young guys. It's a, it's a huge change. I mean, look, let's look at somebody who is doing his damnedest to fit in and do everything he can to lead and to buy into the culture in J.J. Pegues. 
he still talked yesterday about how it's a, it's a change because you do. You come from another SEC program. You're so used to this kind of strength and conditioning, this kind of coaching, this kind of atmosphere. And in the back of your mind, you're going, well, but I've already done this. Same level. Like, why, whatever. And you have to go, no, it's just just stop. Yeah. Whatever they say, just stop. Okay. Good. Let's let's do it that way. And this time, it's, it's it, day one. I mean, they don't play for 30 days. Yeah, 30 days from today is the opener. Yeah. Got a minute. No, they have plenty of time. I think Lane's point is you don't need to be having the same topic in two weeks. No, for sure. We got a week, got a few days. Yeah, and for then sure. We got to move on to some other stuff. Cause, for sure. Yeah, we'll we'll dive through some more things that he uh, said in a minute before we do that. I'll tell you about GNM Pharmacy six six two two three six two 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 two. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer MedSync. Fill your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. Whether it's one trip to the pharmacy. One delivery, you have everything you need when you need it with G&M. You can also transfer your medications over easily. It's one call, and that will take care of that. You don't have to stay with the big box pharmacy. Let G&M help. Again, that is 662-236-2222. We are also brought to you by, oh, i got to get out of that file because that's uh, that what he said, what he meant. i got to get to the other file. That's not going to help me. That's not going to help me. Brought to you by uh, MyPerfectFranchise.net. I uh, actually met with Andy uh, Ledecky yesterday in Oxford. Uh, if you're looking to diversify, you're looking to uh, leave the corporate rat race to gain control of your income and schedule, MyPerfectFranchise.net offers the ability to create create income and wealth. Uh, let Andy get, uh, guide you through a comprehensive franchise evaluation. He has tons of franchise and business ownership experience to lean on. If you hate your job, you hate your boss, you hate your pay, if you feel stuck, um, get in touch with Andy. It's uh, Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net. Uh, I've been using some of the Solutions RX uh, supplements. They uh, make a difference. I can feel a difference in energy and just in overall sharpness. You will, too. It's Solutions RX. It's a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured inside the U.S. You know, if you take... Uh, diabetes medicine, you take high blood pressure medicine, maybe cholesterol medications, they can cause, you know, some subtle things like muscle pain, brain fog, energy loss. It's because of the depletion of minerals and vitamins in your body. But Chris formulated a product called Prescription Support, puts those vitamins back into your body, helps with those side effects, makes you more compliant taking your medication. Just overall, it helps you. SolutionsRx.com. It's available in independent pharmacies across the U.S., including Mississippi, but you can also just go to that website, enter the promo code OEP at checkout to get 10% off your first order. We're also brought to you by Hawkeye Portable Building, 7991 Highway 7 South in Hawkeye. Uh, they custom build your building to your specifications, however you want your carport, ATV, or storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings. Hawkeye Portable Buildings will accommodate you. It's HawkeyeBuildings.com, 662-226-2233. Also, DeadSoxy.com, best socks you'll ever put on your feet. The no-shows for the uh, summer months. Um, also, the um, traditional socks for uh, if you get heading out, corporate world, that kind of thing. Or some of their Ole Miss theme socks if you're getting ready for uh, game day weekends and that kind of thing. Go to DeadSoxy, DeadSoxy.com, promo code REBELGROVE. At, uh, I have no idea why it's doing that. I'm getting the notification thing. Um, REBELGROVE, 20%, 25% off with the code REBELGROVE at um, checkout. And also, don't forget, get ready for uh, 
game weekends and stuff in the Grove. You're going to be out there. It's going to be 92 degrees. You're going to pour a little extra vodka in your uh, in your drink. It's going to hit you a little differently. Get ready for it by getting Game Changer Patches, the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game. Ready for the next play, go to GameChangerPatch.com. Promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Podcast also brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery. That's JohnsonHillCreamery.com. Also, go to their Instagram page where you can see their full uh, menu for uh, tailgate catering here soon. They have several different packages for you. One that beats 10, 20, 40. They have everything from uh, large specialty trays, sandwiches, cheese, charcuterie, and much more. You know, they make all their cheeses locally and in-house every single day here in Oxford. They have dessert with that. They have uh, crudite. They have lots of different options to uh, make your Grove tailgate what you need it to be this season. To find out more, 662-419-9201. Cheese at johnsonhillcreamery.com. And they'll artfully arrange all the catering on trays with disposable bamboo utensils to help you out there as well. So, again, that's johnsonhillcreamery.com. Actually, on field stuff, as expected, Lane's not going to give much away. He... uh, he expected redundant quarterback questions. He got redundant quarterback questions <laughs> yesterday. Um, he's he's polite enough with his sarcasm, but he gets his message across when he's tired of answering certain questions. What's he going to say after one practice? I mean, can you imagine if you walked in there and said, you know what, guys, Luke is way ahead of, of Jackson or vice versa. I'm going to name him the starter today, too. I mean, the message that you send to your roster is everything I've said all summer is total crap. Everything. You cannot believe me. You cannot trust me. I'm just seating my pants. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm just a reactionary dude. I have no idea what I'm doing. Now, in fairness, we had to ask quarterback questions sure. to get quarterback answers. That being said, anybody that's watching it or following it knows that it's going to be a couple of weeks. He, There were quarterback questions that you knew were not going to give anything, like where does that stand? Well, it stood at the same place it was in the spring. Um, and a couple other ones that he really, really kind of batted away. I thought the one that was pretty interesting was, what is your timetable? Because, frankly, I didn't expect much of an answer, and Lane actually gave one. He did – he said it takes as long as it takes, but he was more negative about letting it run into the season than I anticipated him being. You know, We had sort of operated under that assertion that that was at least a viable thing, and I think it would be if he just simply doesn't know, but it felt like Lane Kiffin would like a really clear answer in the next 17 days or so as this thing gets gets, gets amped up. I thought that was interesting, too. He answered it. It was actually a very thorough answer. It was really why I was reading it as I was doing the what he said, what he meant, going, well, there's not a whole lot more I can add here. Mm-hmm. Um, you want as much information as you can because the more information you have, the better the odds that you're making the right decision. He's admitted he has rushed it in the past and made the wrong decision. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, I thought his answer about pulling quarterbacks was interesting. When you pull a quarterback, you get into his head. Any quarterback. And when you get into a quarterback's head, Sometimes you can't get the quarterback out of his head and you lose the quarterback. That happens. 
And so, you know, he talked about the the Arkansas 2020, 2020 game <laughs> where Matt had all the interceptions and whatnot. And he stuck with Matt, and that turned out to be a real turning point for, for Matt. And I think whoever is the quarterback, whether it's Luke or Jackson, whoever's getting that first opportunity, I think he wants to put that person at ease and let him go to work. Um, I talked to some people yesterday just kind of chatting at practice and such, and no, this is not new. They're hoping that both quarterbacks through this competition improve on a couple of specific things. And I talked to both quarterbacks about this yesterday, so you'll read that later at rebelgrove.com, hopefully. Um, the, the, the thing with Dart is they – they want him to be more conservative, protect the football. The thing with Luke, they love that element of his game, but they do want him to dial up the courage meter. Trust himself. Yeah. You know, trust your receivers. Make some let let them make plays. Um Smart aggression. What's interesting is and look, it's too early to go, oh man, this is gonna be a great defense. I mean, you can't base you, you you just can't say that yet. Got a chance, can't say that yet. But if the defense is as good as I think some people inside that building think it can be, and if they can run the ball as effectively as I think some people inside that building think that they can, the fewer mistakes, protect the ball guy probably has the inside track, whoever that turns out to be. As opposed to, I think, if they looked at this and said, man, this defense is pretty porous. It's going to give up a lot of points. We're not great at running the ball. We, we're going to have to sling it. We're going to have to take some chances, knowing that we're going to get burned a few times. But I think that would give the, the, the gunslinger type of quarterback more of an edge. And I'm not saying – because I asked Jackson yesterday, are you a gunslinger? You, you beat, I know you've heard that. He kind of pushed back on it. Gave, they're both really bright kids, guys, young men, whatever. And they're young. Yeah, they're, but they're both young. When you look at them, when you get up close and they're not wearing uniforms, you realize how young they are. And so, you know, that's part of the calculus here too is that you – let's be real. I think I wrote this yesterday. The odds are you're going to need them both at some point. Go – Look around the country last year at how many teams got through the whole season with one quarterback. It's not a bunch. Quarterbacks get hurt. You you need you need another. You got to have so whoever doesn't win this job, you got to make sure you don't lose him in the process. What were your impressions of Dart yesterday? Just talking to him. Talking to him? Yeah. Just his confident. Um I think he looks back at the spring and looks at a few things and goes, I was adjusting to a new place, to a new offense. I was, I was probably swimming a little bit. As the spring went on, all the wide receivers got hurt, lost weapons. It was kind of hard. The defense was building confidence, kind of dominating practices. And that it was, you know, a lot, it was a, a lot to learn from it. But it wasn't the most ideal environment for him at that particular moment. Um. And with Luke, what you get from Luke is this very quiet confidence where Luke says, hey, I, I think I'm a great quarterback. 
you know, a year ago, I, I had to take a back seat to Matt, and I understood that. But Matt's not here. And, you know, I think Luke, not to give the whole story away, but I think Luke knows that the national media has painted a narrative that isn't necessarily true, and he's using that as motivation. Yeah, he certainly feels like he's in this competition, not that it's some. Oh, I think yeah. he thinks he's. It's not a coronation. I think he, but I think the, the, the national media has fueled him some. Because the national media, I'm, I'm doing the Chuck Oliver show today, and Chuck will start, I'm sure. And I'm not picking on Chuck here, but every national media guy, they write that, hey, Jackson Dart's. People were talking about Jackson Dart Heisman odds back in the spring. And I'd be like, hey, he hadn't won the job yet. Yeah, might not be the quarterback. So, I don't know. I thought they both. Well, I mean, look. I mean, Altmyer's quote at the Manning Passing Academy. Whole portal thing's crazy. Kind of, t- But I kind of took it personal. Then bringing in a guy to compete with me and maybe take my job. And I'm just steadily working hard, trying to keep my head down, mouth shut, and I'm ready to get rolling. Yeah, and he kind of played that way yesterday. Now, he was conservative again yesterday. And you saw Dart do some of the same stuff that he did in the spring. A couple of forced balls into traffic that – can get you beat in the SEC. Well, now, too many of those, and whoever's doing that will not be the quarterback, 100%. I mean, if you're throwing the ball into coverage, you are not going to play quarterback no matter who you are. Listen, this is a football team that's going to have to go to College Station, Baton Rouge, and Fayetteville this year. And people can think what you want to think about LSU, about Texas A&M, about Arkansas. Do whatever you want to do in your fan mind about those places. They're all really tough places to play. Sure. And you're going there in October and November. Those are going to be difficult assignments for quarterbacks. Kyle Field is going to be loud that day, that night. Tiger Stadium is going to be loud that day, that night. And it's senior day or senior night at Fayetteville when you go to play there. And that's going to be an emotional game for them because they have it circled too. All three of those teams have you circled. You're going to win in those places. You're going to have to have very solid quarterback play. Yeah, you beat them all last year, and they've all and they've all circled you. And so you it it's you're going and you got time before you go there. That's one of the things a lot of people said, which was kind of confirmation bias for me and for you too, because we've we've talked about this. The schedule sets up where you have some time to work through some things. Mm-hmm. If you opened up by, hey, we're going to College Station in week two, it'd be I think I think there'd be a little sense of panic right oh. now. But they don't go to they go to Georgia Tech in week three. They get Central Arkansas in week two. They've got some time to sort through some things before it, the season gets rolling. And when it gets rolling on October first, though, it gets rolling. I mean, you get the break at Vanderbilt, and that's it. After that, it is. It is a rolling ball of butcher knives, as Tommy Tuberville used to say. And I mean, you you better you better have you better have some stuff figured out by then. Setting us up here because to be asked this question, but I'm doing it anyway. What do you think is the earliest he would make a decision on quarterback? The very earliest, I think, would be after the scrimmage on August the 13th. And that even feels too early. Yeah. Somewhere between the third. I mean, frankly, the Monday of game week would not shock me. I would think you'd want to do it a little before that, if if you know who it is. Sure. But yeah, I think I think you'd like to have two full scrimmages under your belt. 
the 13th and the 20th, they're going to scrimmage. I think you'd one of those will be open to fans. One won't. My guess would be the one that isn't is the most important one. Because that's where you might. Because the next two are open to fans. Or first two, whatever. Yeah, yeah, Saturday's not a scrimmage, though. Well, right. Yeah. Because yeah. um, they're only in shoulder pads yeah. Saturday. And I don't even know that it's open to fans. I haven't looked. Okay. Maybe you do. I don't know. Um, the 13th, they're going to be conservative with it because, A, it's still early, and, B, you don't know who's in the stands, and you know how coaches are. After that, you start getting real. And once you get to the 20th, I mean, you're getting close. You're two weeks away from playing a game. And yeah, at uh, two weeks you at two weeks you got to start knowing. August thirteenth is the only fan open one. Okay, that's what so, I thought. Yeah, that is the only fan open practice there is. At least again, tentatively right now. Right. I don't know. Those schedules never stay one hundred percent accurate throughout the preseason. <laughs> no. Someone will. Someone will do something for Someone will violate the circle of trust. Yeah. And things will get get a little hairy. Well, when they say we don't want you reporting on scheme. That's complicated. Like that. Well, look, that is an impossible ask because what what does that mean? Well, that's what yesterday when I as I was writing some things, I'm like, yeah, I'm probably getting into the gray area here, and and I'm not really doing much. I mean, Devon Clowney working at linebacker, Brandon Mack working at linebacker. Is that scheme or is that personnel? Well, that's personnel. You know, so I I, I don't. I don't They're know. running this exotic blitz from this whatever. I mean, okay. Right. Yeah. And I stayed out of that because they did kind of do some blitz stuff that was different, but I stayed out of that. I'm not I'm not going there. It feels well, I didn't feel like I talked to multiple players yesterday on the defensive side who said the the terminology, frankly, the defense is very similar to last season. That Partridge was not reinventing the wheel by any sure. stretch of the imagination. That it was Give or take the same system, other than a few tweaks here and there, and a few different things, you know, calls and keys and things like that. But for the most part, it was the same defense. I anticipate that they will be more aggressive. Durkin was pretty conservative as a play caller. I anticipate. Oh, you think they'll open it up? I think they'll be more aggressive if you feel like you can get away with it. Now you got to be careful with that because you know you you bring blitz and don't get home. There's stuff on the other end. The other team's trying, too. Now, neither one was here last year, so it's all what they heard. But Pegues and Jared Ivey both kind of intimated that yesterday, that they the, the message was that they were going to be a little more aggressive, be open to a little more yeah, trying to create a little more chaos versus play defense and get off the field. And My guess is Chris is just a more aggressive person than DJ. Yeah, right. And DJ's a very good coach. Yeah, I mean, listen, if you talk DJ to DJ is a fantastic football yeah, coach. If you talk to people in college coaching, they'll tell you if the thing at Maryland wasn't hanging over him, he would be a power five head coach right now. Yes. And he will get another opportunity. He will. Absolutely. His next job will be a head yes. coach job. Yes. He he needed two regroup spots and he has yeah. had those now. Yeah. And so, you know, but listen, Chris Chris worked for one of the best defensive minds in in, in college football, when he was at Michigan, he he knows he knows football. He's not having to he's not having to play the connect the dots game. He he, he knows what he's doing. It's an opportunity for it's him. A different it's a hell of an opportunity. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I think he has a chance to be a head coach one day. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. buy that you know marinating it for a second and then offensively there's you know Jeff Levy's not out there it's a different coordinator and how you know yesterday Lane from an involvement in the offense standpoint was about the same as he was with Levy with Levy so this is Weiss's kind of game plan stuff going moving forward. Well, look, he likes and trusts him, or he would yeah. not be here. He's had yeah. him at three different stops now. So we'll see what that looks like. I don't know. You know, maybe how how different will the offense be? My my, my suspicion is not very. Yeah. So. All right, we'll talk a little more about the players here in a uh, in a second. First Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So you're going to look on underwriting and understand your market. Leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. Uh, ACS is owned by my friend Clay McNutt, Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider, a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. Um, you can get in touch with them at acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. has been serving the Oxford area for uh, 75 years or so. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, 
uh, whatever the case, they it's the gold standard in fine jewelry. They've got it all there. LammonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Podcast is also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. They sponsor Hand Raise Guys, which we'll have tonight back here in the Clark Ford Studios. Uh, if you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. The College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. and Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Largest selection of rebel gear in central Mississippi. I anticipate recording a Mind on My Money a little later this morning. That's brought to you by Pinnacle. It's mypinwealth.com. They'll sit down with you, listen to your goals, study your expenses, and put forth a comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for you. And we're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Get in touch with John. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget, and he will help um, Make a special trip, one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. 901-494-3387 or send him an email, jedwards at regencytravel.net. And we're brought to you by OPA. When you're planning your trips up for football season, make OPA part of it. They've got a great menu featuring uh, euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio and more. 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse. Podcast is brought to you by Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. Know about the five different flavors that are shipped directly to you, frozen in a bag. You pop those in boiling water, and inside 10 minutes, you have restaurant-quality shrimp ready to go for an easy meal. It's a great thing with school back in session to uh, help out the kids, those busy nights when you've got all sorts of other activities going on as well. The signature is my favorite, but they've got a spicy option. They've got a couple meals in a bag with the garlic herb butter and the French Quarter Alfredo that works great over pasta, rice, veggies, and much more. The Simply Shrimp, you can doctor up to yourself. It's great for kids. And then they are now also selling the uh, two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp, just like you'd see at the uh, the supermarket. Better quality from a New Orleans-based business here with Prime Shrimp. Code MPW for $20 off your first order, primeshrimp.com. Um, <clears throat> so player-wise, um, we didn't necessarily do it on purpose, but you talked to probably a little more offensive guys than I did. Talked to a little more defensive guys yesterday. Um, Just our mentality. I'm, I'm an offensive guy. <laughs> You're a defensive yeah, guy. That's what it was. Well, I mean, for anybody, the, the setup is it's it's a little fishbowl-y because, and look, credit to them, because it's one of the few times all year that you can just break out, ask players whatever you want without somebody necessarily over your shoulder. You get a lot of one-on-one stuff. You get some different stuff. And there's tons of players available. I mean, it was 20, 25 guys, whatever the number was, maybe more than that. And they are in pretty good moods. I was laughing with Kyle Campbell about it yesterday that, you know, during the season they've just finished practice. They're hot. They've tired. They've had a long day. They're not really into, hey, sit down here for 15 minutes and let's really go through something really quick. They were fine yesterday. Like, it was all good. So it's it's a really good opportunity, but you're walking in and it's almost like this cattle call because you're, I mean, you don't really mean to, but you're almost like looking at a couple of them going, nah, nah, yeah. nah. okay, yeah, I'll talk to him, like whatever. And then you stop and him going, hey, did you talk to him? I don't really need him. And like they're here, like it's it's a little yeah. bit of a weird dynamic in the room, if you will. So you know, it's it's fine, but well, and you hate to fill the notepad up, if you will, with a bunch of stuff that will be outdated in two days. Well, there's that too. You know, 
there's only so much that you can. Now, I probably let a couple of what would have been real easy 10 thoughts get away from me yesterday, but just stuff. Just where I could have easily gone and asked one question and gotten a quote and sort of turned it into a thought. And then I took a couple things that, because I knew they were in shorts today, that could be observation-ish for that. Like, there was a couple things, like people talking about, you know, weight gains and losses and some of that stuff that you're never going to build a story around the fact that so-and-so did this or did that. But it's worth a note here or there. So, okay, fine, like, whatever. What do you weigh now? It's the only thing in America where we ask that question, and it's just expected. Like, I literally, Katie Hill and I talked about his body fat percentage for, like, a minute and a half. Is that right? Yeah, just, you know, what's up? Like, you know. Well, he was. I talked to A.J. Finley about smoking brisket. Did you? Yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm just not good at that. (laughs) It's this stuff. I'm. I'm, to use peach paper, parchment paper? What are we doing? The, well, you know, we talked about the frustration of the stall. Okay. And how you keep checking it, and the more you keep checking it, the longer you extend the stall, and it's really maddening, and it really, you can't, you know, you, you don't. Everybody who's into instant gratification should have to smoke a brisket, because yeah. they're, you're only punishing yourself if you rush it. You just yeah. have to stop. That, 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 that That's it. Yeah, talked to another player about um, Top Gun. Did you? Top Gun Maverick. But you still have not seen. No, I did go see it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Um, we talked about how you had to see, you really had to see the first Top Gun to understand the nostalgia of the second. You could enjoy the movie. I know we're in the middle of camp. I actually want to do a Top Gun episode of a podcast with you because I have thoughts on that because it's really interesting. This movie, 10 seconds, this movie has grabbed 20-year-olds to 80-year-olds. Oh, lower than that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so it's really interesting from that standpoint. I live in a neighborhood full of little boys. Yeah, thank God, it's fun. Yeah, sure. I love being around little people. Sure, and they are all on these scooters and bikes. Yeah, going up and down our street, which scares me a little because people fly. Yeah, a whole different issue. I'm so happy that I was the guy that fought for the speed bumps years ago. Uh huh. But anyway, you hear them. I'm talking like kindergarten, first grade boys. You hear them racing down the road singing the Danger Zone song. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's great. Funny. It's hilarious. And so I talked to what I told, I rolled down my window and said to one of the moms the other day, I was like, yeah, they were singing Danger Zone. That's funny. And she said, it's been a Top Gun summer. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, it, well, you know, you, again, <laughs> I, I, maybe this is better for tonight. Like, uh, that, whatever. Um, okay. We can save it for tonight. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, we're footballish, but okay. God, <laughs> I mean, because I do, I've got like 12 thoughts to that. But anyway, okay. Point being, you hit some other topics with your uh, your, your, your 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 player interviews yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Well, like Katie Hill, nobody was really talking to him, and I mean, it's fine. Katie's a good dude. It's fine. Yeah, and I like Katie. He was watching film. Like I know the recruiting to go. Whoa! But he was. He was like sitting there, and he had an iPad out, and I kind of walked over, and I was joking. I was like, "What are we doing?" Like South Park office, and he laughed. He goes, "Nah, film." And I was like, "Now?" He goes. Well, I've been trying to get it to come up. He's like, because if I do it now while nobody's talking, I don't have to do it later. So he's like, I'm just kind of sitting yeah. here or whatever. And he had the iPad out, and he was watching He was watching practice from that morning. He was just going ahead and getting his review in from, from practice that morning. And I said, you got a second? Yeah, sure, whatever. And, uh, I mean, football. So you do notice, and I was like, you look different. And he goes, well, I've done this. And, yeah, suddenly that turns into – Hey, well, you know, I really tried to get my body fat percentage down. I really tried to do this. I really tried to do this. I'm trying to because he, 
Look, he was incredibly effective last year, and he got tired. So anything he can do to stay on the field, just a few more snaps, a few more, I mean, just because he he was impactful at times in, in, in defensive tackle last year for Ole Miss. I mean, he played well. Um, it's why I do have some hope for that position in general. You know, we don't talk about that being the big problem because I do think between second-year jumps from at least one of Iton and Gordon and then Hill and then, you know, whatever we get or don't get out of Malone from that standpoint. I mean, JJ. there's there's a – yeah, right. I mean, there's a there, there's there's pieces there to put a rotation in, if you will, I think. Yeah, I think defensive line could be nine nine deep. Just before you even talk about Brandon Mack and Clowney, two guys that – I think are both going to play, and they were getting snaps at linebacker yesterday. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a little hesitant to do this, but I wrote it yesterday, so I might as well just dive all in. I thought physically they looked different. You did? I did. I thought – that that has been a trans a transition for a while now, a progression into a more SEC all around. If you made me roster. guess, I would guess the team body fat is lower. I thought some guys looked bigger, but not inflated. Mm-hmm. Um, even some of the walk on guys, like kind of like specifically the two walk on quarterbacks, we wrote about them in the summer. Look, good-looking kids, big, physical, good-looking guys. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot. It just looks more like an SEC roster than than it's looked since 2015. Yeah. Kyle, thank you for the super chat. He says, "If all SEC team mascots were in a fight, including Texas, Oklahoma, who would win? Also, would Freeze take the UAB job if yes. Bill Clark doesn't return? Yeah." Yes, Freeze yeah. would take the UAB job. Sure, it's good. That's actually not a bad gig. It would be a great gig. Yeah. Well, Andy and Hugh together again. Andy likes Hugh. They do. Yeah. Andy gave Hugh advice a couple times. He didn't take yeah. it. He gave him advice. He gave him good advice. He did. Yep. We heard about that one night. <laughs> that did. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, if if they get their full arsenal of weapons, I mean, Commodores have ships and cannons. Oh, that's true. How are we beating ships and cannons? How do you know it's is it is the is the war going to be land or sea? Yeah, I mean because I mean I think I'm putting my money on the Sooners. We got muskets and guns and stuff. Well, I mean so with the volunteer. Yeah, but the, they would be less organized, I would think. Tennessee would. Yeah. You think the Sooners would be more apt for Auburn would have tigers and eagles and plainsmen and plainsmen. That's a lot. Which does plainsmen have guns? I mean, what I, is I, I can't rule on? out that they wouldn't. Okay. None of the animals can win because they're humans. I, well, with I guns. wouldn't like Juice's chances. As someone who has lived with Labrador Retrievers for the past 20 some odd years, I just don't like We're Juice's going with Juice chances. instead of Land Shark. What the hell is a Land Shark? I mean, it's not even real. Does he exist? No. Is he dead? Is he gone? Are Have we you see ever him? seen a Land Shark? Are, are we going to see him? Is he going to be on the field September 3rd? Probably. Because I like the British Lab's chances to be on the field more than I do the land shark. <laughs> it was my favorite part of yesterday that Lane goes, I know everybody thinks everything's all calculated, but we just wanted a dog. I don't know. <laughs> his, daughter, his daughter had moved here and she wanted a dog. That was really all it was. And I actually believe him. I do too. 
the way that he answered that, I actually believe it. And I, I truly believe the second part, which is it became his dog as they got tired of the dog. Well, yeah. when the when the puppy's ten weeks old, Cute. you take it everywhere because it's adorable. And then when he gets bigger, and he's not as easy to transport, and he starts to have minds a mind of his own, all of a sudden he's not as fun to take to your girlfriend's house. I'm talking about her girlfriends, yeah, sure, her, her female friends. All yeah, of a sudden. Sure. He, all of a sudden, he's a pain in the ass, and he becomes. I mean, when I went and got Rizzo, it was because the girls really wanted another dog, and oh, they were going to walk him. Ask me how many times the girls walked Rizzo. Not me. Now, ask me how many times I've walked Rizzo. Every day. Ask me whose dog Rizzo is. He knows he's your dog. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he likes the girls fine, <laughs> but that's <laughs> but. I'm when he wants something, he comes to me. Yeah. So Lane's answer on that was funny. Well, because even there at the end, like clearly Parrish was writing a juice story, and because he asked multiple questions about it, and he goes, "So what breed is he?" And Lane starts getting really technical with the answer, and then he stops and goes, "Oh hell, whatever. I'm not getting into this." (laughs) (laughs) He put real thought into it before he kind of stopped himself and realized what he was doing. Well, he was about to go into a 10-minute conversation about About labs and breeds and and wild rows and the whole deal. Yeah. it It was actually funny. Yeah, but he says that Juice is not currently minding very well, so he's back with Wild Rose for a, a training camp. Yes, for a, for an update. Yeah. Well, because he, I thought this was funny he admitted this. As, as a lab owner, I, I could there was a lot I was identifying with. You take them to obedience training, and they get the training, and then you are supposed to do all these exercises at home, and you don't. To maintain it. Yeah. And then the lab stops minding. Well, yeah, because he figures it out that hey, I don't have to do all this stuff to get fed. And then they become a little rambunctious. And so how long is he there? I don't know. Do we know? He was going back today for day three of his training yeah. camp. Or today was day. Yesterday, today is he I, staying or going back and forth? I, I think he's just going for the day. Is he? And it, I mean... It, it, you know, probably doesn't need to be out on the practice field running around. Fields less. <laughs> Jackson Dart said, <laughs> he said it was the only place he's ever been where in like watching film or like, you know, having a, a meal or whatever that you had to worry about a dog coming and stealing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so he just kind of roams. I, I think he's been around this summer. Yeah. Been in the building. He's kind of hanging out. Yeah. I think so. He doesn't probably need to mind and be on his P's and Q's then. I mean, to a degree, yeah, sure. I mean, he is a five-month-old puppy. There's a, yeah. there's a certain amount of just puppy in this. That yeah, sure. Is going to sure, even as no matter how well trained they are, they're still. I mean, labs are their most charming, starting at about the age of five. Once they chill, yeah, he's nowhere near chill. You have to yet. get through five years to get to the peak. Well, you got to get to through two for sure. They're, they. Labs stay puppies for about two years. They don't look like puppies, but they act like puppies. That's my experience with four labs. Okay. So, any other impressions as we move on from that? Um, no, not really. I mean, 
No, it's too early. It was a day. Stuff. It was. A, it was a day. As first days go and first impressions go, it was a pretty damn good one. I've been to first days where I thought this team's not going to win three games. No, they look. I've been to I've been to things where I've been to first practices where I've looked at teams and said, "That's a hole that can't be filled. That's a hole that can't be filled. That's a problem. You can't win in this league with that." I didn't see any of that. I mean, there's they they, they need to see a wide receiver or two step up and be the guy. Um. They're loaded at running back, like really loaded at running back. Like I'm not sure the best over – history might tell us that the best back on their roster right now is running fourth team. Uh, um, he likes Quinshawn for anybody. Who's yeah, yeah. I mean, that kid, he does things. Um, it's a question mark at linebacker, but it's not as glaring as some people are making it out to be. Like they have players there. I think they'll figure it out. I don't know that they'll be as overall impactful as Campbell and Robinson were a year ago, but I'm not ruling it out either. Um, I do wonder how you play all those defensive backs. How do you keep them all happy? But that's a good problem to have as opposed to in 2020 when it was, hey, is there anybody here who's ever played corner? I don't know the exact number. I mean, I've covered – 16, 17, 18 camps, something like that now. And, I mean, from a just straight what they look like in an overall personnel, it's a top five look. Because even, look, 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 even some of the teams that have done really nice things at Ole Miss, it's been top heavy more than depth down to 60 or 70 dudes. I mean, that, that bottom hat now, look, maybe they're not as good at the top half. I'm not saying they're automatically going to Sugar Bowls or something. That's not my point. But right. the 60th guy looks better than the 60th guy on some of those other teams. I yeah. guess that's the – the point in that, yeah. So no, I mean, if you were to, if you were to, it a lot of it's going to come down to quarterback play, really. You know, I mean, if if they end up getting effective quarterback play, I think this is a pretty good team. Now, if they don't, all those other things don't mean as much, and suddenly, hey, we're pretty good at linebacker, yeah, but you're not quite good enough. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're pretty good at defensive line, yeah, but. You, you need to be absolutely dominant because you're not scoring enough. If that wide receiver thing doesn't work out, I think offensive line depth is still something that they and probably 10 of the other teams in the SEC are thinking about. Um, you know, it's not a perfect roster by any stretch, but but it's 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 pretty solid. It's it's more there's more there are more potential answers to questions than they've had in the in, in a lot of past years. Yeah. But, you know, people do 2015. Well, Chad Kelly was damn good in 2015. People talk about 2021. Matt Corral was pretty damn good last year. Those are the two Sugar Bowl seasons. So to get back to that place, I think you have to have – Yeah, there's a difference than a depth of an overall roster and elite players at the top that carry you to win. Yeah. Those are not the same thing. Yeah, I think they – do need a handful of players to step up. They need Cedric Johnson to step up from really good to great. Mm-hmm. Um, you need one of those defensive tackles to be really impactful. If you go and look at teams that that have great seasons in the SEC, almost all of them have tremendous interior defensive players. Um, 
where a guy is becomes dominant, has a dominant season. Um, you know, they need a wide receiver to step up and be a one, another one to be a two. I, I think Mingo and Robinson could easily do that. Um, and then you just get – I get right back to it. I can't help it. I come back to quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, can you find that, that guy who can step up and have the kind of season that leads you to a nine, ten win season? I think all the pieces are there, but, you know, getting that all to work and – you know, it's like the the Michael Trigg question yesterday, which I thought Lane answered about as well as you could answer a question. Where you know, the question was Jonathan Mingo compared him to Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts, and and Lane, I think, heard the question the first time and did the right thing and got got the person to reiterate it for a minute so that he could formulate exactly how he wanted to say his answer. And he said, you know, nothing against. Mingo, but he's not an NFL personnel guy. And he said, right now he's not Pitts. And that was a message that was being sent very clearly to Michael Trigg, that there's more to this than just having a bunch of physical gifts. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C, your hometown team, bringing you WorldQuest Broadband. That's N-E-Spark.com. 662-6238, sorry, 238-3159. Phone service, pro controls, network security, and much more. So get the best internet in Lafayette County, and that's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Let's see. We are also brought to you by uh, Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Uh, service specialist staffing and recruiting agency has been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, uh, they can help you pretty much across the board. And if your company is looking to hire ho- uh, quality, hard to find talent, service specialists can help you as well. Keep in mind, payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. It's always free for the candidate. You have nothing to lose. So give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662 662- 832-5138 or check out their new and improved website service specialist ltd.com also brought to you by the rogue it's your destination for fine men's clothing their stylist hand select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife this is the perfect something for everyone at the rogue all the best items from peter millar martin Damon, jack victor and so many more it's the rogue.com or 4450 i-55 uh north in jackson and don't just imagine, uh, don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental, helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Sand rings, grass ring, miles of wooded trails, beginner lessons, uh, nationally recognized competitions depending on um, 
how advanced you are in your equestrian career. And it's also a great place to uh, host parties and events. So get in touch with Bowers Cone, Susan Walt, and the people at Southern Traditions Farm. You can message them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. And speaking of briskets, if you want a brisket, highly suggest that you go to LB's Meat Market, 2008 University Avenue in Oxford, and uh, get a brisket and so much more. The freshest cuts in all of North Mississippi right there at LB's, beef, chicken, pork, house-made sausages, the works. They've got it there at LB's Meat Market, 2008 University Avenue in Oxford. So, um, did you see where they're making a Roadhouse remake? It did not. Can we not do that? Can we stop? Can we can we can we not remake American classics that have yeah. cult followings? Cause, I don't because Top Gun Maverick's not a remake. It's a sequel. No, no, it's a sequel. Roadhouse is not. That. I don't. I don't need that. Not does nothing for me. That might be one I just bought boycott and go. You know what? I'm good. I'm right. gonna stick with. I'm gonna stick with Patrick and the double deuce and the of whole course. deal. And that's that's that I, that's how that works. Why are you? It's not broke. I know you're trying to. Make more money, but it's going to star Jake Gyllenhaal and also feature Conor McGregor in an original role, not himself. Um, and it is about a uh, a UFC former UFC fighter who becomes a bouncer in the Florida Keys. Amazon is the production company for this endeavor. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Does nothing for me. No, and it, other than to laugh at it, I don't know who sits down on streaming and goes, of all my options, that's where I'm going tonight yeah. at 7 o'clock. I'm not going to watch this doc about this or this TV show I kind of want to catch up on or anything else. But Honestly, it's hard to even see all the things that are worth seeing. You only have so many hours in your day. Like How many free hours right now? I know you're working on a project. You have none. But how many free hours do you truly have in a day, on a normal day? Like two? I, I'll, I'll tell you, it's the, the interesting part of what I'm doing right now is that when it's over, I will realize, and I'm serious here, I mean, it's something I've tried to get better at anyway, of the amount of wasted time in a day. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Like, I, I look back and go, no, whoa, hold on. I'm like, if you're efficient, there's time. There True. is time to get some things done and at night to go, because when you pull in something else like this, it's just non freaking stop. You go, wow, like, yeah, this sucks. But when it's over, you kind of almost go, wow, this, it's all right. It's like, like the people who tell you about self discipline and stuff are the people that are the most productive. Like, I was really proud of myself yesterday. I got back here at four o'clock and I had to be somewhere at 5 30. And I I almost sat down and started banging on a story, right? Even though I wasn't particularly fresh at that moment, I needed a little bit of a mental break. I'd been kind of writing and going all day. And I, instead, I, I went and ran for an hour. Took a shower, got where I was going by 5.30, came back here, and then did what he said, what he meant. Instead of trying to cram that into the 4 o'clock, I was like, what is the difference between me publishing this poorly at 5 o'clock or 5.15 or doing it better, fresher at eight. Well, and it's it, it's where I've realized something myself. I in the past, if I had to write something that was going to take 
more than about 10, 15 minutes. I kind of needed to finish it all at once. Like I go, no, let me find a window to where I can just sit down and do it all. Yeah. I, I'm bad about, I have 12 minutes. Let me start and then stop and right. whatever. And I've had to kind of learn that you still knock it out that way. Like even if it's just three paragraphs, four paragraphs, let sure. that be all right. And then get away and then come right. back and do kind of stuff. So I don't know. There's been some learning stuff with it as, uh, as time has gone on, but anyway, what percentage done are you? Oh, I mean, I, Probably more than I realize, but everything there's so many folders. There's just folders right now of stuff. Yeah. Um that to what you'll what I'm trying to do essentially is just get most of it done and then figure out the order of it later. I don't even know like past I know exactly where I start and kind of where I end, but right. otherwise I don't know what's eight, what's nine, what's twelve, what's fourteen. I mean it's 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 kind of all over the place. So Anyway, a couple more weeks, a few more weeks, and then we'll go from there. But uh, we will be back with you tonight. Your challenge is yeah. going to be when you finish, you're going to finish, if you finish on time, literally right as the football season actually begins. Yeah. Your challenge is going to be, oh, I don't have time to unwind for a minute. I think the lack of this, though, that's not kind of what I'm saying, is an unwinding. Like, I almost feel like that being off plate is going to be such a sigh. Or uh, it's not even about an unwind. It's like, no, we're good. Like, yeah. that, that's over. Like, because yeah. look, I mean, if it does, like, if it's, if it's fine, like, the next is kind of like the fun part. Like, okay, cool. Sure. Like, let's do this part now. Yeah. And like, whatever. So, anyway, yeah. Uh, show tonight, seven o'clock for uh, that. I'll be with you. Uh, we'll talk stuff. I don't know. Um, whatever, maybe we have a guest, maybe not. Take some calls. We'll just hang out, and see what's uh, what's what. Yeah, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to have a guest. We'll we'll try to do the first. We'll try to do at least an hour of a football show, which will be easy, I think, today. It will. And then after that, some of it's determined by you guys. Yeah, exactly how much of a show it is. And yeah, there is an NFL game on tonight. Raiders and uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, from Canton, Ohio. So football tonight. This is we no longer have. So it begins. We won't have another weekend without football until February. That's correct. Yep. Yep. So all right, enjoyed it. Take care. Talk to you very very soon. And we'll talk to you then.